This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It is a Tuesday. Uh, Al's over there. I'm over here. And it's nice to have you with us this afternoon after a wonderful morning show. Um... During the por- portion of the show, you guys went over the Red Sox thing. Uh, Stephen Wright and Chris Colabello, Wright plays for the Red Sox. Colabello is the first baseman of the Blue Jays. And on Sunday, you had Wright hitting him with a fastball. I think it was clocked at 87, 88 miles an hour. Hit him in the head with the fastball. Um, visibly, if you saw the highlights as I did, visibly upset. The ball got away from him. He actually was talking to Colabello as he's going to the first base uh, bag. And when they played a Patriots Day game on Monday morning at 11 o'clock, when Calabello got to Fenway, he gets to his locker and he, you know, takes his jersey off his chair and underneath the jersey is a bottle of liquor and a little note from Wright basically apologizing for hitting him. There was no intent. And he just wanted to be clear with it. And I thought a pretty nice gesture in a day and age of a bunch of meatheads, basically. Uh, that was kind of cool. I don't know that I would do that every time I hit a guy, but when you go up and you hit a guy in the head like that, Kind of a scary situation, so good for Stephen Wright. And he said that that actually happens more often than we know about, where if a pitcher beans a guy, that they'll they'll send uh, some type of gift. I always wonder, though, about the gift of alcohol. Like, I always, uh, I, I know that's a popular gift among men. It like is, Men yeah. give each other either, like, a Johnny Walker type thing, or you give somebody a bottle of wine. Sure. That sort of thing. And I always wonder, though, like, what if that person is an alcoholic or has alcoholics in their family. That's a risky gift, the gift of alcohol, if you don't know the person. I think, unless you have an alcoholic in your family, I, in my extended family, have an alcoholic. So I know what it's like. I've been around it. I've seen it. I think unless you have an alcoholic in your family, I don't even think it's a thought. Doesn't cross your mind. No, because you know what? Why would it? You know, you look around, you go to bars, you see parents having drinks with their kid, not having drinks for the kid. I'm saying when they're out to dinner with their kids, they're having drinks, bars all over the place. It's very accepted in this society. Why would you ever assume someone's an alcoholic? But on the flip side, if someone in your family or someone close to you is, someone you know is, I don't give gifts of alcohol uh, unless someone's given me the gift of alcohol. So, for instance, um, girl does her makeup here. She's given me a bottle of wine a couple of times, so this year I gave her a nice bottle of wine, whatever. I kind of knew that was safe. But I'm with you. I think of it because I know it and I see it. I don't think most people do. Right. And I don't know if you're a baseball player, too. I don't think you would think of it either. You know? I mean, yep. you're just trying to do something nice. And, by the way, give right credit because he even said the idea of this was not to get out. He goes, he didn't do it for publicity. He didn't tell anybody it was Colabello that actually mentioned it, and he didn't even do it 
uh, with any intent. He's just like, hey, look at this. Isn't this a nice thing the guy did? So kind yeah. of a cool story. Yeah, alcohol's a huge gift around the holidays. Yes. Like I there's, mean, t- I always wonder I'll- that for alcoholics, that must be tough. Like if people are constantly getting bottles of wine and vodkas and everything at the office, that's got to be kind of weird for well, you. And I'll take it in a different direction. I've always told you I worked in a liquor store for years uh, before I started doing this business. And the biggest days were always, you know, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. People always think it's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is not even remotely close to the busiest day. It's that when the Tuesday, Wednesday leading up to Thanksgiving, enormous day for wine. And then if you go into a liquor store on December 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, you can't keep the place stocked. And everybody's looking for the bottle of vodka that's got the shot glasses attached to it. Oh, the gift set. Oh, my God. And you honestly, they just fly off the shelves. What's sad is then you'll have, you'll be busy on New Year's Eve. What's sad then is we used to close on New Year's Day for inventory. The amount of people that were trying to get in on New Year's Day at noon that couldn't and were throwing a fit because they had to get their bottle of vodka. You really felt for them. I mean, because that's a problem. Yeah, my buddy used to uh, work at a uh, liquor store also. He said on payday it was like, it was weird too because the liquor store he worked at would cash your check. Oh, yeah. And take, I'm sure, a huge percentage or whatever cash uh, check cashing places take. And then they would. Oh, that's ballsy. Yeah, the so people the, you work for were taking a, a check cashing fee. No, 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 no. The the liquor store where he worked, so a customer would come in. Oh, yes, and so want to cash their check. Right, I'm sorry. Now, so the liquor store would take a portion of their check as a check cashing fee. Right. Then that person would go a, go ahead, and they would spend their check on alcohol and lottery tickets. Yeah. In the liquor store and cigarettes and cigarettes. Yeah. So it was like all of the money went to that liquor store in some way or another. I always told you, we had a factory across the street until it was developed into a shopping mall. And I used to, I felt guilty cashing the checks from these guys. There was one guy, and I'm sure I told the story before, but this was a guy who was divorced, had kids, and his paycheck was, was like garnished, garnered, whatever the hell they call it, where the government is taking it from you before you get it. And it went directly to the ex-wife. This was a man in his 30s. His She was cashing a full-time check for $180. And literally spending 30 of it immediately on a 12-pack of beer, a couple of packs of cigarettes, and five quick picks. Felt bad for him. You really do. Feel terrible for him. Right, and you see the same people every week if you're working in those spots. Yeah, not good. Jerry, here's something that I think we would all love. And now this is a study that happened overseas. It's an overseas study, Jerry. I love these. They talk about for people over 40. Now, are you over 40? I'm 37. You are? Yeah, I just had my birthday. Everybody ignored it, remember? (laughs) Right, we only go crazy for the host. I'm 42, birthdays. Al. 42. You don't even remember when you asked me about my birthday when I told you I was 42. You don't even remember that. I do. You know what? I was shocked that you, I was going to say <laughs> I swore you were 40. Then I thought you'd take it as an insult that you looked over 40. No, I'm 42. Actually, I had a young girl tell me the other day, a girl in her 20s, told me she, she thought I was 30 or 31. Nice. Where was that, Where did that transaction take place? Uh, at a restaurant. Waitress. Oh, really? How about that? So you look like a young... Je- well, how did she know your age? Well, she was, she's like, should I proof you? Got a drink. We took my son out for his birthday. She's like, I don't know if I should proof you. I'm like, well, how old do you think I am? She's like, I'm thinking 30 or 31. We're supposed to proof everybody Perfect. up to 30. I said, oh, you can proof me all you want. Yeah, it's funny now when like when they, when they people just let you go right through without proofing. It's very rare, though. My yeah. dad got proofed. Yeah, I get I get 68. I get waved through quite a bit, unfortunately. Oh, They're like, bald. right this way. That's yeah, I just show him my bald head. Right. So this one, Jerry, for people over 40, they say that you are most productive, 
and I'm in this category also. If you work a three day work week, I love it. That's what we should all how be do. How do we? How do well, we? First of all, how let's do we be get honest. that going? We do work a three day work week. How so? We don't work. Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. Plus, I go around the office, and not to call out anyone in particular here, because it happens at offices all around the country. Everyone's on Facebook. Yeah. We're playing like or a, Twitter. A Twitter, or they're playing some sort of uh, video game on their computer Correct. screen, like a Candy Crush or yeah. whatever the latest one is. I would be is. a bad boss, and I'll tell you why. Me too. I would give you internet access to approve websites only. Right. That'd be it. You need to look at ESPN or CBSSports.com, or I give you Twitter because it's breaking news. There's no question about it. Facebook, blocked. Out. Instagram, blocked. Out. What is it? Snap. What's the new Snapchat. one? Snapchat. Out. Out. Anything that's not on the list of approved websites that are pertinent to this job, I got you. Look at your email. That's fine. That's it. Enough with the lack of productivity. It's awful. Around yeah. Here. It's and it's everywhere. Yes. Yeah. They're saying that after twenty four twenty five hours of work for the week. Those of us over forty, Jerry, we're done for the week. Like we're I, not really giving a full effort. Well, I you, I would. The majority of people probably, and that's for more people that are really working. This business, I don't care what anybody tells me, and I've had arguments on Twitter with people too, this is not work. This is a responsibility. This is a commitment um, that we get paid good money to have fun, honestly. Now, what are you making these days? I'm making plenty, thank you. You almost tricked me into that. (laughs) That'd been awesome. We could have that as a clip. No, 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 no. I'm not that stupid because I can never give you an answer. Right. Because I've got four jobs. You've got a lot of different so paychecks money, coming although in. Although we did just file tax returns, so actually so I do have know. an exact number. Right. And I swear to God, I feel like I should be living somewhere better than I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I always say, like, I was making zero dollars practically uh, in Florida. Yeah. But I do better. A, a, the same. Literally exactly the same. I know. I have the same type of condo. I have the same type of car. I go to. I go out just as often. I go to concerts just as often. Nothing's changed. No, no, not really. So I'm not sure. And you've probably incre- increased your pay by like six times. Right. Well, what's weird is like I'll, every once in a while I'll do a budget sheet for myself. I'll be yeah. like, okay, let me look what's coming in and where is this going. I know. And you, there's never there's like a mystery pot. <laughs> but you actually brought it up the other day, Jerry. That's it's so going true. to. The money goes on the weekends if you go out to dinner. Oh, it's gone. Because you can go to a very average, low-cost place, and it's still, by the time you add in tip, if you get an appetizer, you get a coffee. We took my son for his birthday. crazy. He turned six last week. For a six-year-old birthday. Me, him, my older son, and my wife. Houlihan's. The four of you. That's it. Houlihan's. Average restaurant. Nice restaurant, nothing crazy. It's a chain. Nothing like we were in San Francisco with another group of people. Where right. We were spending a lot of money, right? This was not a large group. Four people. Both boys, even my 11-year-old, still eating off the kids' menu because he doesn't oh, want great. a big meal. He'd rather eat the appetizers. One appetizer, dessert. How much a thing? Now, we did get a couple of drinks. What do you think that bill was after tax and tip? $65. <laughs> not even close. 61 planet are you on? I was doing uh, 10... Uh, Tax and tip included, oh. 128 Right. I mean, wow. Yes, that's where it goes. Restaurants, Jerry. Very quickly. And commuting. All right, Al, let's move on because I'm going to vomit thinking about, <laughs> thinking about the budgets and bills and spending money in restaurants. So let's talk about some baseball. We had a game last night. Gorgeous outside. It's actually nice because the weather's been crappy. 
in April, but the last week's been great, and the next week is uh, going to be spectacular as well. You know what's coming up this weekend for me? Uh, picture day. And you want to talk about a pain in the ass. And I'll tell you why it's a pain in the butt. For because, children? Yeah. Be, uh, for, so three of my teams, my kids have uh, pictures for four different teams, basically. You know what it's like trying to organize who goes where, when, and what time slot with which team, with which uniform to put on? I mean, it's crazy. So you know what we do? We use Team Snap. Oh, I was going to suggest Team Snap, Jerry. Would have been a great suggestion had I not beat you to the punch. Now, that is an app for your phone, Jerry, wherein you can keep track of all of your little leagues, all of the teams, all of the games, where all the games are going, what times all the games are starting, what uniform you're supposed to be bringing, who, if, you, if one of your other kids on the team needs a lift, you do this all through Team Snap. Yes, and to be quite honest with you, up until this week, Team Snap's been important. This week it's crucial because I've got games Friday. Listen to this. i got games Friday at 5, 6, and 8. So my oldest has a game at 5 for one team, 8 for another. My youngest has a game at 6. Saturday we've got games at 3 and 5. Then Sunday in and around Picture Day. I'm sorry, Picture Day is Saturday. I mean, I got. I don't know what I'm doing. That could get confusing, but, but Jerry. But it's not because Team Snap keeps everything organized, and it's helping the parents too because at least they know where their kids got to go, what uniform to put on, what field to be at. And then Sunday morning, we've got a doubleheader at nine and eleven. It's a mess, but Team Snap keeps everything crystal clear. Now I don't have children, Jerry, but I wish I could connect to the Team Team Snap app for uh, well near where my girlfriend lives. She lives near a baseball field or a little league happens. Yeah, and I park my car over there. You're starting to sound creepy. I know the no. I park my car there because that's where I have to park. I'm these kids that get hit foul balls. They almost hit my car. So if I had Team Snap. Then I would know when their games oh, were I see. Now I and see. what games were at that field. That's actually brilliant. It is brilliant. It's a great idea. And you know what the best part of Team Snap What's is? That? Your first season costs you nothing. Oh, you just go to teamsnap.com slash post game. No credit card required. You get a season absolutely free. Bam, boom, boom. Jerry, here's a story about kids and pets. And uh actually this is a man and his parrot. Now, I want to ask you this. You live down by the Jersey Shore. Yeah, relatively, yeah. You go to the boardwalk quite a bit yes, over the we, summer. Yeah, a few times, sure. There's always parrot guy. Yes. Where there's a guy on the on the boardwalk with a parrot on his shoulder. We have a kid at the school my kids go to. He comes and picks up his daughter with the parrot on his shoulder. Parrot guy, yeah. yeah. There's, I don't know um, why the bird doesn't fly away. I don't understand. There's boa constrictor guy. The guy I haven't who's seen got that, like a, but I've seen it on TV. Guy's got like a snake around his neck yes. and he's on the board. Those are the worst people, but... Uh, well, funny you say that about the parrot, Jerry, because this man had a parrot, and he had him out in the backyard with him on his shoulder, and something spooked the bird, and he took off. Yeah. That's his what parrot, happens. His beloved parrot. Yeah. He's a moron. Yeah. Well, the parrot, strangely enough, uh, a couple days later, landed on the shoulder of a cab driver while the guy was in his cab. <laughs> And the guy took it to some uh, shelter, animal shelter. He says, this is parrot landed on my shoulder. Right. The people on the at the shelter uh, started searching on uh, Facebook to see if anyone had lost a parrot. And, and they, they did. found him. They connected the guy to his parrot. Now, a couple years ago, I was in a pet store and I was like, why don't I have a like an African gray parrot? Sure. Like they, they speak, right? I thought I would get a parrot. I would leave at home all day when I'm at work and I would leave... The show on, like I would leave FAN on all day to see if the parrot started 
you know, mimicking Joe Beningo or Boomer and Carton sure. or something. And then you'd have someone to talk to during dinner. Right. And, you know, I had, I had tweeted out at that time, oh, I'm thinking about getting a, a parrot. Now, I, I had heard now immediately people were like, by the way, those things live 80 years. You've got to have a game plan for who's getting this parrot when you die. Like, it's a commitment for this parrot. That long? Yes. And then another guy wrote the definitive tweet back to me, which got me to not get the parrot. He wrote, Al, do you really want to be one of those crazy bird guys? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. But you weren't going to walk around with it on your shoulder, though. I don't know how that progresses. I'm sure when people first buy a parrot, yeah, the game true. plan is it's going to sit in the cage, and then the parrot at home is on your shoulder. Then you go, I wonder if I take the garbage out if the parrot would stay on my shoulder. Hmm. I would need like a little foot leash for it, though. A foot leash. Yeah, because I'd be afraid, too. What if someone slammed the garbage lid I'm down in the dumpster and my parrot took off? They're expensive. Yeah. Plus, if my parrot was mimicking, mimicking like Joe Beningo from listening to the fan all Bro. day, I would want, <laughs> I would you want that. You would have been the most miserable son of a bitch in the world. All day long. At 1 o'clock in the morning. Bro. <laughs> Tell your friends. Bro. <laughs> You would have been like having a bad child. Yeah. You'd have been staring at the ceiling. Shut up. Shut up. Right. Parrot be like, okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Talking like Minko. (laughs) See, that'd be funny. Yeah. See, I did find that. I I did feel like I would like a parrot too. You're not a parrot person. I'm not, right? No, no, no. What what makes me not a parrot person, you think? You don't. Because I don't think I am. You're. I want to be. I want to be nice here. All right. I think until you find the person that you're ready to commit to, maybe you have already. I have, Jerry. Okay. I'm not going to answer that for you. You did, right? You have been. <laughs> I don't mean this to sound as it's going to sound. All right. Here we go. Settle in, folks. You've been alone. I have. I can't right? be alone. You've parent been guy. set in your ways. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Where. As Eddie likes to say, if the cheese gets moved... Yeah, somebody moved my cheese. You get pissed off. Right. Now we're talking about bringing in a wild animal that's not only going to move the cheese, it's going to swallow the cheese whole, poop it out, and ask you to put it back. Right. You would not do well. I would not do well After a that. couple of weeks later. Now, human interaction. You've met the woman of your dreams. You're all good. That's a little different. It's going to be rough when you first move in. I'm telling you right now. But you'll get through that. That's fine. That parrot's not going to give a crap that at 3 a.m. or 1 a.m. or midnight that you have to get up in two and a half hours because it's a parrot. Well, don't you just throw a blanket over the parrot cage and then Guess they don't what? talk? We had a we had a cockatiel. Yeah, we had one growing up yeah, also. We used to put the blanket over yeah. to, to signify go to sleep. Yes. But you know what happens sometimes at 2.30 in the morning? It would decide it was kind of good for the day. Right. And it would <laughs> shut up. So while we were kind of... Not great with it. I get the sense you might get a BB gun and <laughs> shoot my own off. parrot. I had a friend well, I that had a. You would, but. I had a friend that had a parrot, and it was an African gray actually many years ago. And the uh, the the bird would mimic the uh, you know when when something's done in the microwave, it makes a chime. The bird would do that, so so people in the house always thought something was done in the microwave, right? It was constantly doing the me, me. <laughs> it's so funny. So stupid. My cockatiel that we had uh, growing up, uh, he used to, my, when my father would get home from work, my father would whistle that he was to signify he's come through the front door. Okay. Like, whew, he would go. Whew, whew, and it would whistle back. 
Yeah, so but then my bird started doing it anytime anyone opened the front door, the bird oh. would whistle. So it's like an alarm. Yeah, it was like an alarm. You know it's the worst when they get sick and they die. Yeah. I mean, it's like it goes from this vibrant bird, even though it's in a cage, it's still it's got life in it, and all of a sudden it's just like healed over like an old drunk. Yes. Um, you you okay in there? No. My cockatiel uh sneezed like thirty seven, thirty eight times in a row and then that was it. Yeah, there's not much left. He sneezed a lot and just was done. It's really something. It's kinda... they, because they could live long. They're not going to live, live 70 years, no, but, but they could live 20 years. My mother had her bird, I would say, from the time I was seven, and I would say he died at 26. Wow. Maybe even a little later. No, 25. It was right before I got married or right after I got married. So she had him for about 18 or 19 years. And then it was gone. It was over. That's it. Just it. Happened. Done. By the way, am I really showing up at this gym tomorrow morning at 3 a.m.? No, he will not be there. Because I will. You know I will. I know you will. But I don't want to get there and just sit outside. I mean, I guess I could come in here and I still wouldn't beat Eddie in, but I, I guess I could just find no, a No, I would confirm that with him this afternoon if you really want to go. Of course I would want to go. Because I, I, I think he has not been to that gym in a number of then weeks. Then why did he say that? Because he didn't. he was saving face on the radio. Saving face for what? We don't save face. Yeah, but he's made so many workout commitments that he can't tell you he's given up on this one. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Because he would, he would announce when he would come in in the morning if he had just come from the gym. Right. I've not heard that in a long time. All right. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. There. Figure it out there. Uh, this has been good. I feel better about myself right now. Okay, good. All right, see you. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.